Have you ever dealt with a toxic person or a narcissist guilt tripping you, making you feel bad for things that you've done or things that they've done? A lot of times we see this happen in narcissistic abuse and guilt tripping is one piece that is very hard for a lot of people to get past. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here, or if you like some of the content that we go over talking about narcissistic abuse, narcissism, or my journey in narcissism, would love to interact with you and be able to help you out even more. So hit that notification so that you get notified when we release new videos, when we go live, when we're engaging with the community to try to be able to find that peace and that clarity that we're trying to provide on a day-to-day basis. Well, today we're talking about a narcissist guilt tripping you and what actually work through that. Narcissists use guilt tripping all the time to their advantage to try to make sure that they have a power play over you or they have a way to control you in one sense or another. And so we're going to talk today about dealing with guilt tripping of the aspect of reframing, rewiring some of your thinking, and then also maintaining healthy relationships. Well, first off, how do you deal with the guilt from a narcissist? A huge part of being with a toxic person and with a narcissist is the guilt tripping, is putting it back on you, putting the blame on you, attacking you for the things that you might have slightly done or the things that they did that they're trying to make you feel bad about you. All in all, it's a huge aspect of projection. It's a huge aspect of them wanting to make sure that they blame you so that they don't feel bad about themselves. We've got a whole bunch of different videos about that. But how do you actually deal with it? Well, one of the first things is to get to the place of educating yourself about the tactics. Because the tactics are very sneaky at times. Of trying to put the blame on you. Trying to make sure that it is your fault. Oftentimes I've made an example of a narcissist will say that it's your fault. And when that doesn't work, they'll take it back, repackage it in a different way, and then say it's our fault. Nothing actually changed. You're getting the same exact package. You're getting the same exact blame in their mind. They just took off the why. Instead of your, it went to our fault. And a lot of times people will take the blame. So understanding that sometimes people will try to twist things around to make themselves seem better when reality, that's not the case. But understanding and educating yourself on the different tactics of how they're going to try to put the blame on you, how they're going to try to get something out of you based on guilt tripping you, based on making you feel a certain way. So being careful about that, understanding that. The other aspect is making sure to actually, when you're dealing with guilt from a narcissist, is getting to the place of saying, hey, I need healthy boundaries and I also need consistency. You see, a lot of times a narcissist will guilt trip you even more and will continue to do so when they realize that you either don't have boundaries or you're not willing to follow through with them. Now, remember that those boundaries are for you. They're not putting it on the other person. They're not like controlling the other person. Those boundaries are just for you. That's all it is of how much shit you're going to deal with. And in those regards, having that boundary is a way to help with the guilt tripping of like, wait a second, like, I'm not going to take this guilt. I'm not going to take this blame that you're putting on me because I didn't actually do that action. That was you. And a lot of times the nurse is going to try to switch it around. But make sure you have healthy boundaries and that they're consistent. 
That's the, one of the biggest pieces that a lot of times people miss is they'll set a boundary, but then they won't follow through. They'll set a boundary and then it won't matter a week later. And for a narcissist, that means that anything that you set a boundary on, one, doesn't matter, and two, means that whatever you set, they can walk right past. And so understanding there is an aspect of setting consistency, you might seem like an awful person to the narcissist, and they might communicate that and come back at you, all this kind of stuff, but that consistency slowly breeds an aspect of respect. Every time you come and push me on this point, you will get the same response because that is my boundary. So continue to hold boundaries, continue to be consistent in them, okay? Another aspect is to ground yourself in the truth to not be able to take the blame. So many times people take the blame because they're not actually sure what's actually going on. Now, oftentimes this has been manipulated and pushed and prompted and pulled so many times from the narcissist, but people get to the place where they start to believe the gaslighting. They start to believe the abuse that they've been put through, that the narcissist is making them feel like it is their fault. When you start to ground yourself of like, wait a second, this is actually the truth. Journaling is a fantastic option of being able to write down, this is what happened in this scenario. This is what happened in this argument, in this discussion, whatever it might be. And then you're able to see, wait a second, this wasn't my fault. So I can't accept this guilt. I can't accept the blame that the other person is trying to put on me. But grounding is really key and really essential to be able to help in that process. The other aspect is give the support community. Like get with supporting friends or family that understand and are able to help support you in that. Find a community that knows about narcissistic abuse, about the guilt tripping, about pieces like this to help you stay sane. It's one of the reasons why we created the NARC app, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, to help people in a community environment to get advice, to have counsel, to be able to get that support that they need from people that they don't have access to in their lives that understand about narcissism. Well, I wanted to bring up the aspect of strategies to help with thinking and with overcoming the guilt. And part of my focus here is I wanted to focus on the aspect of guilt first to kind of just talk through it a little bit. And two aspects, you need to understand with the narcissist that guilt equals manipulation. Guilt is meant to manipulate you. Now, yes, there's different aspects of guilt of, okay, I did something wrong, but guilt is meant as a way to shame and degrade and put you down so that you fall into compliance with how they're acting. The piece that people struggle with is oftentimes when they struggle with the guilt, they attach it to their self-worth. And when that happens, the narcissist has full reign and full control over you because of the fact that your worth is tied up to the things that they're saying that they're putting on you in a false way. And you're no longer able to figure out what's right, what's wrong, what's up, what's down. You fall into a trauma bond. You get stuck in toxicity because of that. Well, with the guilt, understanding that it is done to be able to cut you down, to be able to put you in a place where they are in control and you are not. Guilt is meant to control you. It does this in all aspects of life, in narcissism and then in regular life and in just regular, like every day going through life, you experience guilt, you experience shame, everybody does. And there's a piece that that part will control you if you let it. It can also change you if you let it. 
So with this, the narcissist is going to use that and leverage knowing, hey, guilt is already something that a lot of, a lot of people are controlled by. I can leverage that to make sure that I get what I want, the compliance that I want, the direction I want, whatever it might be. Narcissist oftentimes is looking to use guilt as a way to get compliance, not reconciliation. So you need to understand like, the difference there. Another aspect is self-forgiveness and compassion. This is an aspect that you have to focus on after being with a narcissist of saying like, you know what, this is what's actually true. This is what I need to focus on. This is what I need to change, things like that. Because otherwise, you get so stuck beating yourself up for the narcissist. And so getting to the place of saying like, hey, what I've done, it's okay. What I've done, I forgive myself. What I've done, I start working through this. I start having compassion for the situation and the craziness that you've been in and you start to move forward. This helps with the aspect of not believing the toxic person and being like, wait a second, this is me getting grounded again. The other thing is focus on your self-worth and having solid boundaries. When you start to focus on you and the direction that you're supposed to go, you start to construct your own boundaries that are extremely helpful and healthy because it is based on the direction that you're going, not based on previous events that you don't want to experience again. With this, it helps with the focus and the development to go towards the person that you were meant to be. Well, the other thing that I wanted to bring up is how to maintain the healthy relationships down the road when we're talking about this aspect of guilt tripping. One, it's a little bit obvious, but identifying those guilt-tripping aspects in other people and separating from them. Understanding that you don't need someone in your life if this is how they're behaving. When it comes down to it, a lot of times I say the label doesn't matter. Toxic or not doesn't matter, but how are they actually treating you? What are the actions? What is the quality of life that you're experiencing with that person? So many times people want to latch onto a label at the end of the day, they're being toxic, Cut them out of your life. You don't owe it to anybody to have them in your life if they're treating you in a negative way. If they're not helping you heal, grow, change, and develop, they don't really need or deserve to be, ha- to be in your life or have access to your life. So identify and avoid people that guilt trip. Cut out the toxic. Don't let it have any hold in your life. Communicate and know your boundaries. Communicate your boundaries, know them, and make sure that you don't let them be broke. Know who you are. If you don't know who you are, your boundaries are going to be really hard to see and to enforce. And also, it's important to find healthy relationships, healthy community, healthy support groups to help you along this way. Last but not least, if you're struggling today with guilt and need help learning how to reestablish boundaries, how to establish your self-worth, how to find yourself again, then please reach out for help. You can go to rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-ones, would love to be able to work with you, would love to be able to help guide you along the process of your healing, growth, and change to be free from that toxicity and to continue moving forward in developing the you that's there before abuse.